everyone and welcome back to the truly harmony podcast um i'm wow i'm tripping over my words and i haven't even started yet but yeah i'm glad to be back and be recording another episode this episode is going to be a little bit about my experience quitting a job in the middle of a pandemic and also job searching in a pandemic which is a whole beast in and of itself but yeah i just wanted to really talk about this topic because i feel like the culture of work in america is or in the united states is you know you have to be loyal to a company you owe your your life basically to your job and you should hold on to a job no matter what especially since we're in a pandemic you know it doesn't matter how the job is or how people are treating you at the job that all of that is minimal and you're just lucky to have a job and that's what you should hold on to excuse me i need to clear my throat um but yeah and i just feel like that kind of messaging has been so like pounded into us as just this capitalist society you know i've talked about this before just this idea of being productive and always you know thinking about work and work being your whole life in the last podcast we talked about the difference between passion and purpose and i think um you should definitely go listen to that podcast because it really ties into what I'm going to talk about today in terms of leaving this toxic work environment because it's a lot like (laughs) leaving an abusive relationship right like you don't always notice the red flags or you see the red flags but you ignore them because you see the good you see the positive you feel like it's going to be okay that you can overlook some of these major issues because you see these other things that are fulfilling you or that you think will fulfill you in the future like you see the potential of the job just like you may see the potential of a partner um and then you get into the actual relationship and you get into the actual work environment and it's not at all what it seems right so this has actually happened to me a couple times now and I, of course, have learned, especially based on you listening to my previous podcast, you would see that I had learned, you know, not to get so personal about work and to just have work be a transactional kind of relationship, not such a emotional, personal relationship, right? And I think that's really important because as businesses try to get these more personal you know relationships and try to get employees to be there out of obligation and some higher sense of purpose is where they are really able to take advantage and where you kind of lose your ability to demand boundaries and be able to stick with them right so let's get back on track this experience was crazy now y'all know my first experience right after graduating college and really overcoming that And I had another experience in these past few months, which was a little bit different because in my mind, I did the due diligence to make sure that this job was actually going to fit with the type of person that I am and fit with my personality and also what I needed. And it did, you know, on paper. And at first, you know, I wanted regular hours and it offered that. 
and I wanted something that I was doing meaningful work and it offered that. Um, and so, yeah, and it offered a lot of other benefits too. And they had this really great mission and purpose and, you know, direction. And there were some really cool people there and it was great. Right. <laughs> so with that in mind, I was just ready to go head first. Like I was like, okay, it's actually kind of messy, a little, a little complicated because someone did actually recommend me for the job. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was great. It was showing me all the right things or so I thought <laughs> again. And I was like, yeah, I would really love this. And I, you know, I made clear what I wanted, the boundaries and every, it's everything seemed agreeable. But as I actually got into the position and I started to notice the culture was to work 10, 12 hours a day. The culture was to like really overwork yourself and be working at night and to be communicating and doing all these other things that aren't necessarily in your job and to just kind of go the extra mile. But there was no end goal in mind. It was just people just burning themselves out, expending so much energy that they had like nothing left at the end of the day. And I felt like, okay, this is not really what I wanted. I noticed it a little bit at first, but I was like, no, I don't think it's going to be like that for me. And I thought it would be, you know, really having set boundaries, having set work hours. And that's where I feel also the scam of being a salaried employee is that the company feels like they own your time and to a certain extent they do especially if you're not able to produce or give them the results that they're wanting or the results that they're needing right so it was just you know once i got deeper and deeper a couple months into working there it was like okay i'm starting to notice that my peers are all burnt out they're all burning themselves out. We're only a month in. Yes, it's a pandemic, so it adds stress, but this was a type of job where people burn themselves out like every other week. And I just felt like, okay, I don't want that. Like you, I noticed a lot of people were dealing with a lot of different mental health issues, a lot of anxiety due from work, stress due to work. And I felt like that's not what I want in my life. Of course, I want to work and be a productive citizen and yada, yada. But I don't, I shouldn't have to go to therapy just for my job. That doesn't make sense to me. If it's other things, of course, outside of work, that's fine. But I don't think work should cause so much stress that I have to expend extra resources just to deal with it. That was definitely a deal breaker for me. And, you know... I just, it's so hard sometimes to tell when a job is actually going to be toxic and it's not going to be like what you want or what you really need or a good fit for you. And I have my rose colored glasses on, not going to lie. I mean, for the first month, I didn't even really get to work because of just different issues that were being had. And it, it just happened to be that way that I didn't get to work. Um, but with that, that was kind of a yellow flag because it wasn't a red flag. You know, things happen, whatever. But as I started going, they would tell me about the coworker that 
gave the other person that was in my position problems the previous year and I just kind of brushed it off because I was like I mean I feel like we're all here for the same purpose and this that and the other and that just wasn't the case you know long story short because I don't want to get into all the details um it turned out to just be a very toxic work environment for me the person my superior was almost never able to be contacted or to be found. I'm totally new to this position. Like I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. I have no idea all of the resources I'm supposed to have. I feel like I'm asking the right questions, but there's just an utter lack of just guidance. And in some situations, you know, that's to be expected, but it was just like this idea of wanting results but not putting in the work to actually give me the support that I need to do my job. And it just got to the point where I'm like three months in and I barely even have results to show and I'm doing everything in my power, but the leadership is not there. The leadership is not supporting me in the way that I need to be supported in the way that I was told that I would be supported. And so now I find myself having to like really over advocate and I don't, I don't like to do that. I don't like to have to do that because, you know, I'm, I'm new to this position. I don't even know what I don't know yet. And the person who's my supervisor that's supposed to be showing me the ropes is, is so like knee deep in so many other responsibilities that I'm not even getting the orientation that I need to the job. Not to mention, you know, COVID just made it so I didn't get all of the training that I needed in the first place. So we have that issue going. And, and you know, other people around me or the other leadership is kind of just taking this as this is just how it is, you know. And I just wasn't feeling that. I, I gotta be honest with you, that really added a lot of stress. And then I had a coworker who was actually sabotaging me and my success with students and sabotaging my ideas and it just was a whole mess and then i see the other people around me or one of my other supervisors saying oh well this is how she is you know we know we all know how she is blah blah but also i'm not getting the support that i need to combat how she is and it just started to make me question like what am I even doing here? I don't tolerate this kind of behavior in my personal life, let alone my professional life. So why am I allowing all of this stress and foolishness into my life this way? And I had to really like firm up in my boundaries. And it was a little bit, a little too late. Um, Cause by the time like the girl, the coworker that had been sabotaging me, had like verbally attacked me in a meeting in front of students. And that was my final straw. Like I had to turn in my resignation that day because God, my name is Harmony and I'm harmonious, but she really tried me in front of the students. And I'm telling you, if I did not resign that day, I probably would have lost my job <laughs> that day because I was just floored like you're giving these students you know you're giving these people incorrect information and I'm correcting you and then you're going to like yell me down about something that's not correct 
And I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just let you have it, but I'm not gonna keep tolerating that. Like you're working behind the scenes, you're keeping important information from me. And then when we're in front of each other, then you wanna like verbally attack me and have this attitude. And that was just not gonna fly. It just was not gonna fly. And I felt bad doing that because you know the person someone did recommend me and when someone recommends you for something that's them putting their name and their credibility on the line so I do feel like damn okay I kind of let that person down a little bit and I really I mean I, she'll be fine at the end of the day but I do definitely feel like I had to learn and grow from this experience in that way to make sure that I communicated better to people who helped me out. Um, but I felt like at that point, I just had so much anxiety about work. I was dreading going to work. I was stressed out. I felt just down. I don't have the support that I need. This person is attacking me. It just got to way too much. By the time I was looking around and I was knee deep in just toxicity and just being like abused <laughs> I hate to say that I don't want to use that term lightly but that's what it was and I just felt like whoa this is way too much and even when I did bring up concerns or I let my boss know because I have an on-site supervisor and a separate supervisor and I let the offside one know that I will be resigning you know I was told basically I need to build more resilience I was told that this isn't even the worst that they've ever had and that people have had it worse and I just need to deal with it and blah blah and I for a half a second I was like yeah I started to believe those messages and I was like hold on back the train up no I don't need to build resilience I deserve it I'm entitled to respect at work I'm entitled to a supportive supervisor. I'm entitled to a comprehensive training. Like I don't, this is not like, you're not God. You don't get to decide what builds me up. You know, I'm not in any type of organization or situation where I'm intentionally putting myself in harm's way or putting myself in a position to be disrespected by somebody just so that I can grow. And it was just, I think that there was some assumptions made about me um, but you know, I, y'all, I've done been through, okay. I've worked in some crazy <laughs> work environments. Like I've worked in fast food for almost two years and that if you've ever worked in fast food, you know how crazy them people are. <laughs> Those customers are, you know, the different things you got to deal with. You get, you deal with getting cussed out, people quitting all types of stuff. And so it definitely wasn't that situation, but it was like the people were making it seem like, okay, you're demanding respect at work. You're demanding boundaries at work. Well, no, that means that's something wrong with you. That means you should be able to endure this kind of environment. You should be able to handle this kind of, you know, toxicity, this kind of abuse. You should be able to handle that. And as someone who is actually like a survivor of those different kinds of things, I have had to make a conscious decision after those experiences in my life that I'm not going to tolerate that kind of behavior in my personal life specifically. But now it's like I had to felt I had to prove to someone that I don't need to tolerate that at work, that that kind of behavior is unacceptable. And that's like another point that I had to realize is, okay, what's unacceptable to me is not always unacceptable to the next person. Ooh, my mic, I hope my uh, 
my volume is okay my mic was going a little crazy but yeah i had to understand that like okay i demand respect i demand boundaries but in this work situation that was not a normal thing people just took whatever was thrown at them and i'm just not that kind of person and i didn't realize that that's the kind of space that this workplace would be and i slowly but surely i learned that and i learned that you know the people around me that's what they tolerated you know that's what they kind of invited into their lives and that's like i said it i'll say it again that's just not who i am i demand respect you know and i demand boundaries to be adhered to and me to be able to have a safe work environment you know and it's just and a supportive supervisor it was like those basic things that everyone deserves no matter where you work were like oh that just means in other words i'm too weak quote unquote for the job or just just the way that things were said it really rubbed me the wrong way because it's like no i need to one i should have a supervisor that agrees okay work-life balance um having common respect having the resources that i need to do my job and obviously you know i was working in a situation where the organization is underfunded which is fine but it's a difference between someone demanding like money and material things and actual like moral support and actual guidance and direction by the person who's supposed to be supervising me so it was just like it was it was just really a mess and i didn't realize it until i was getting out of it and i was like damn near a nervous breakdown like dang i'm getting really beat down by people here and i feel like i can't say anything or else you know coming across as the angry black woman but also just it being in bad taste and not having a leg to stand on because the person that's supposed to be my advocate is nowhere to be found. And then it's like, yeah, I have all these other advocates, but they're not even inside of a situation to be able to make changes. And I just don't believe that I should have to argue with anyone about getting respect wherever I am, you know, especially in a workplace where I was hired to do a specific job. And I really had to stick to that because for a second, I just started feeling like, okay, maybe I am asking for too much. Maybe this is what work is supposed to be like and what I'm supposed to tolerate. Maybe I do just have to grow and become more quote unquote resilient. And that's not the case. Like, that's just not the case, y'all. And if you need somebody to tell you that's not the case, that is not the case for no dang on job. And that's what made me realize, okay, my relationship with work it's not this and it's not going to be this oh, excuse me like I'm not a person that wants to spend all day and night and every second of my day and my energy at work it's not something that's sustainable for me and we talked about that with the passion thing like boundaries and structure are very important i don't know if it's because you know i'm an infj which is my uh, 16 personalities myers brig whatever you want to call it that's my you know personalities results and i like structure i mean it doesn't have to be planned out by the minute but i do like to understand exactly what's expected of me and what i need to be doing and i feel like i got into a situation again where those things were not clearly laid out and 
I guess it was just assumed that I would just be doing whatever is clever and I would just go along with it. But it's just certainly it was not the case. And by the time it was time for me to quit, it was past time for me to quit that job. And the the only thing that I regret is staying too long. You know, I, I really do, because it should never have gotten to that point. But like I said, in the beginning, it's hard to see, it's hard to understand, okay, this is not a good situation for me. This situation is not going to be a good fit. And then you have other people in an organization sending you messages or sending these messages like, okay, this is how it is. You're supposed to be working yourself to the bone. That's the spirit of this um, organization or that's the spirit of this job. And all this other stuff that you don't really get in the beginning. Um, So it was just, I don't know, man. I feel like I was a little bit deceived in the hiring because I definitely made sure to like say something about it being an eight to five or, you know, consistent schedule and things like that. But that certainly wasn't the culture at all. And you really have to think about, I really encourage you to think about that and ask the people like, what's the culture here? Are people always going to do they all, are they always working like up until eight or I see the job description says 40 hours a week. The job description says eight to five, but what's actually going on. And a lot of times you'll find that the 40 hours a week does not equal (laughs) what you're actually going to be doing. And it's really sad, but that's the reality. And that's why just with the salary, especially with the bachelor's or any kind of entry level salary, I just don't, I don't like it because it's too easy for employers to take advantage, especially being in a state like Texas, where you don't really have a union. You don't have those kinds of protections as an employee. Like, yeah, you have employee rights, but employers don't have to respect that. They barely have to follow that law if you don't have the capital, if you don't have the resources to have a lawyer or to understand the law as it is written and how it's supposed to apply to your situation, if at all. So it was just, oh, it was a mess. My mic again. It was a mess. It was a hard situation. I just felt like, oh, it was bad. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I said, I'm not doing this again. I said that last time, but this time I'm serious. So that was that whole experience. And it was really hard because, you know, it was in the middle of a pandemic. You should be grateful, feeling like you should be grateful to have a job and all that stuff. But let me tell you something. If something, if a job, a relationship, anything in your life that is tearing you down or that is impacting your mental health or is not a place that you are respected and able to come as your full self, you need you can drop that. You have permission to drop that from your life. You know, and of course, we have our own different reasons and circumstances for staying and coping through those kinds of situations. But at the end of the day, if something is not benefiting you and nourishing you, then it's time for that thing to leave. And it may be time for you to leave as well. It was definitely time for me to go. And it was really hard. It was really hard because I felt like, okay, this was supposed to be my kind of redemption from my last... (laughs) you know, full-time horrible job that turned out to be toxic and just really taking advantage of, of entry-level employees for sure. Um, and it was just like, dang, I'm, I found myself back here. But at the end of the day, like better late than never, right? And you got to do what's best for you. And that's it. And you also have to trust 
your own experience and trust your gut about what's right and what's not right for you. Because at the end of the day, your supervisor is going to be on the best lookout or they're going to be uh, looking out for themselves. And it's in their best interest that you stay in the position. You know, they don't want to have to search for someone new. They don't want to have to hire someone new. Um, they don't want to have to go through the trouble or answer to their supervisor about someone that has left, you know? So it, it's just important that you stay grounded and you trust whatever you are feeling on the inside. If this is an environment where your spirit is being disrespected, it's not a place for you. Don't ever let anyone try to convince you to stay somewhere that's draining from you. You know, even first of all, all skin folk and kin folk. <laughs> in the um, professional world, because there's a lot of people that know people and they know how to try to manipulate people into doing things that they want them to do. And that's definitely one thing I felt my boss did try to do. But one, I don't think I was known well enough to even to even try to be manipulated on that way because they didn't really know who I was or what I actually valued. Um, and Two, it was just like, I don't know. I don't care that much about what other people think about something that I'm doing, depending on who they are. So I'm glad that I didn't fall into that trap. And I also had support. Oh my gosh, I really thank my partner so much for supporting me through this financially and otherwise. But he also noticed, okay, she's not happy here. Like she's having to work all these hours. She barely has time to sleep, time to eat, time to just enjoy life outside of work. And that's, oh, he didn't like seeing me like that either because I wasn't even able to be the partner to him that I really wanted to be, which is, you know, a whole other tangent about why you, you just have to leave a toxic job, you know, cause it permeates to all the parts of your life, especially with the pandemic and working from home. You feel me? So it was just at the end of the day, it was time, it was time for me to go and I had to get the heck up out of here. <laughs> I really did and I'm very happy that I did and that I stuck to my guns and I didn't allow myself to be persuaded or manipulated by people who didn't even have my best interest at heart. And I think that's something I really had to learn how to do and work on is to really stand my ground. Just different situations and life experiences lead me to not trust my own judgment sometimes about what's happening to me and this experience really showed me and really hardened me a little bit to okay even if no one else can see my version of events I see it and it's not working for me and I can leave you know so that's just something I had to go through go through and grow through and it was it was a lot it really was a lot and I I'm really happy that I was able to get up out of there I was scared y'all I was scared because I was like dang what I'm gonna do I definitely need a job just got bills just got a car like I'm <laughs> I need to get myself together and really be able to to take care of take care of what I had and what I need so yeah that was that that was the work up to the quitting and then I quit and we it was a bunch of drama about oh you need to come back and people calling and calling and calling and calling and calling me and I just felt like harassment almost 
because I had to block. I had to block all of them because I just feel like I'm leaving. I don't want to be manipulated. I don't want you to try to gaslight me and tell me I need to be more resilient and to come back. I don't want to hear none of that bullshit. Like I really didn't. And so I had to just block, 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 block because y'all are not going to permeate my peace and permeate my space more than you already have. So it was just, it was just a mess, but we, we made it, we made it. We made it through and it was hard because I was like, dang, how am I gonna job search during a gosh darn pandemic? Nobody's hiring. That's a myth though. A lot of people were hiring. <laughs> a lot of people were hiring. It was just, it was just at the end of the day, I needed a job that was going to respect my time, respect me and respect my boundaries and not try to manipulate me not try to gaslight me or deceive me in any way excuse me and at my current job I've only been here for two days so I guess I can't exactly tell you but one thing they do is they respect my time because they don't want to pay no overtime it's hourly <laughs> and so when, when they say we out at four o'clock we out at five o'clock that's when we're getting out period. There's no question about it. We'll finish the rest tomorrow. So that's something I definitely, definitely appreciate. Um, and I also had to find something that was convenient for me, you know, work from home, which I did. Yeah. I mean, over the time where I, you know, wasn't finding work where I was really just trying to just come to Jesus, come to terms, figure out what the heck I wanted out of a job, you know, that transition from passion focused to purpose focused and what is the utility aspect of a job not the the emotional the passionate aspect of the job right so that was definitely something I just had to to think about and come to terms with and really do a lot of reflecting and journaling and I just realized like okay job not for passion job for money job skills you know doing something that I'm good at, where I am respected. I don't need to love what I do for work. I don't need to be connected to what I'm doing for work, but I do need to work somewhere where I am respected, where my time is respected, where my rights as a human being are respected, um, where my boundaries are respected. And even in the beginning of this training and orientation i can see that the supervisors are very like very respectful of someone's humanity like at this and this is one of those jobs where it's a high turnover because a lot of people don't like data entry and stuff like that and they can't do it um because it's not a good fit for their personality but they have really really just kind of held our hands through this process and also just give given us space to make decisions about what we want this employment experience to look like. And that's something I really appreciate. And that's what's important in a job. Don't let these companies try to convince you that their little ping pong table in the break room or pizza Fridays or happy hours, what makes their job good. It's about, do you respect my rights as an employee? Do you respect my time? You know, do you have you hired enough people to do what you need to do so that I am not overworked, you know, or are you an employer that takes advantage? It really forces you to ask those hard questions, because once you've been in a situation where 
you you have all these quote unquote benefits you have all these great things you have this big name organization that you're working for but when you actually get to the day-to-day there's a lot of like violations you know just personal violations that are occurring and you're like okay you you meet all these you know you have all this great fantastic oh you choose your own hours time off blasey blasey but there's this is a toxic ass work culture so <laughs> what are we doing you know like what what is really going on here and is this actually a good workplace or you know are you investing in the people are you investing in the environment or are you just trying to put makeup on a pig and make something that's not pretty look pretty so yeah yeah, I don't know how those other how those other people did it or how they could do it because I'm telling you that was too much for me. That was way too much for me, and I will never allow anybody, professional or otherwise, to try to tell me or talk me out of my boundaries or talk me out of deserving respect. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna have to see ya, but. Uh, Crack myself up. I hope y'all laughing as much as we're them little laughing things. I'm about to put a laugh effect in here. <laughs> y'all heard that. Oh Lord, I barely know how to work these little sound effects. But yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh but yeah, y'all. I had to just really come in here and talk about that experience and really give someone else some encouragement like if this job is draining you mentally physically emotionally like oh it's time to go baby girl it's time to go like mm -mm. you got to get up out of there quick fast and in a hurry because you become where you are the most you become where you are the most and i didn't even mention this but a huge part of this whole process was my faith and because I thought this job was like serving the community and serving people and serving like underserved, whatever populations, I thought, okay, this is something that God really wants me to do. But I had to realize that God wants you to be healthy, to have peace, to have joy and to have time to enjoy and time to spend with God. <laughs> not not to be in a job that's all consuming you know or that's breaking your spirit or that's messing with your peace and it's really hard because it's like yeah you're supposed to give back and service and blah blah but the first service the first obligation of service you have is to yourself and if you're not maintaining yourself then what what else are you going to be able to do you know and if you're not in a position to maintain yourself then what what's going on you know it's just a lot of just thinking about that that you have to do and you have to consider um when you're in these different types of situations whether it's a job whether it's a relationship like yeah it could be a part of a purpose it could be something adjacent to what god wants you to do or to what you're hearing but it's not it if it's disturbing your peace. That means something has to move. Whatever's disturbing your peace must go. You know, that comes first. At the end, at the 
end, end, end of the day and the beginning <laughs> of the day is, are you healthy? Do you have mental peace and clarity? Are you able to take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally with this thing in your life? And if the answer is no, and you've made adjustments, then it's time for that thing to get up on out of here. And that's just the end of that. Um, yes, you know, suffering builds character and we can talk about that all day and all this other stuff. But peace is also a gift, you know, and there's a time and a place for suffering. And there's a time and a place for peace. And I just don't want it to get confused because of the culture and the society that we're in that cares so much about work. When at the end of the day at least for me, you know, God cares more about my character and my peace and me being stable so that I can go and do the work that I have been called to do, but I don't do the work first, you know, I'm a person first and I should be treated and respected as such. That's a big, that's a big one right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, y'all, thank y'all for listening to what, almost 40, 40 minutes of me talking about my, my experience quitting this job, <laughs> quitting this toxic job during the pandemic. I just want to leave y'all with the words, like always trust your own version of events, always trust your own experience. And if it's not working for you, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or has to say about it it's not working for you you have every right to get up and walk away you don't owe anyone anything you don't owe anyone your time you don't owe anyone your employment you don't owe anyone a relationship none of that if something is not working for you then you get up on out of there and find something that does work for you because one life is too short and the world is too big to be tolerating anything less than the respect that you deserve in any type of setting Okay, so if this if you're looking for a sign to leave that hellhole <laughs> that you call a job, this is a sign. You know, of course, ugh, I I say I'm ending, but then I come back to touch on something. Last thing I promise. Of course, try to make sure you have something planned. Like for me, I had a planned around my last paycheck and I knew I was gonna get some other paycheck and we had other money coming in. So financially it was gonna be a struggle, but I was a I knew that we will be able to budget, have some bills paid in advance and get through the situation. Um, so yeah, make sure you have a little bit of a plan. Don't just up and be like, I'm out this beat, you know? <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, if it ain't working for you, then you make your exit plan, save however much you need to save, do what you have to do and get up on out of there. Cause your peace of mind and your health is so much more important than any job, than anything. You understand? All right, that's it. Let me find some. Oh, y'all, why this microphone was way hanging off me? I hope y'all heard everything I said at the end. But let me find an effect so we can end our phone. Maybe, maybe a clap. <laughs> I hope y'all can hear that. All right, y'all. Peace.